he'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. He's alive. Whole church, he'll make it all right. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. Don't forget, uh, on Sunday, October the 18th, celebrating our uh, church anniversary, we do ask you, to participate by through your giving uh, we're asking for 150 dollars per family and uh, we're asking you we haven't had many annuals this year for 2020 but we do ask you to participate in this one uh, at least one for the year uh, help the church move forward and go on uh, with some things we need to do for the church all right uh, and then it just regularly just should give you giving, uh, your grace giving and, uh, and, uh, tithes as we call it grace giving and, and, uh, bring that to the church house. If you can't get to the church house, we do have a Givelify app that you can use to, um, donate the give to the church that we believe is fertile ground and growing ground. And it's only going to go as far as county line members take it. Amen. And amen. Uh, so don't forget those important things. We'll be having some other announcements coming uh, in the future. Amen. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we come again. Thanking you for allowing us a chance to see another day not promised. God, we ask you to bless our hearts and our minds, Lord, as we hear your word. Open our hearts and our minds to receive your word, Lord, so that we may, your word may breathe upon us. So that our lives may be better. Bless the, the word giver, Lord. Decrease me and increase you. So that somebody would see you instead of me. Oh, God, we ask you to bless right now. Touch in a mighty way. Anyone under the sound of my voice, Lord, who needs a miracle? Who needs a blessing right now? Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, Jesus, the Christ name we pray. Amen. In the book of Second Corinthians. Chapter 9, uh, verse 8, will claim our attention this morning. Uh, I'll be reading from the CSB translation, uh, whatever translation you have. We ask you follow along. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, Paul writes this, And God is able to make every grace overflow to you, so that in every way, always having everything you need, you may excel in every good work. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I just want to tag this text this morning on this uh, church anniversary Sunday for County Line First Baptist Church. There is more where that came from. There is more where that came from. 
While growing up in the piney woods of East Texas, I can remember, recall going uh, to visit my grandmother, missionary Leora Williams McClendon's house. We called her Mama Ora, and she would prepare cupcakes for myself, my brother Demetrius, my cousin Charles Albert Armstead, and our little cousin Frederick Armstead. We would have been out working in the yard, burning trash, mowing the grass, cleaning the creek that ran out behind the house. And we could hear her yell out, William, that's what they call my family, William, y'all come and get some cupcakes and lemonade. Oh, man, did we ever. We knew that the cupcakes wouldn't last long, especially dealing with Demetrius and cousin Charles Albert. So we could we would drop what we were doing and race to the house and try and be the first persons to get some cupcakes. And since I was the fastest and the most fleet of foot, I would arrive there and grab a few and then Demetrius and Charles Albert. But Frederick would almost always be the last. He was the youngest and smallest. And inevitably, he would be the one to get just one. And while we were enjoying a couple of them, uh, soft and sweet and succulent morsels of culinary delight. And you couldn't just have just one of those. Little Fred just had the one and looked disappointed and angry at the same time. But before he could ask any of us for another, Mama Ora would look at us and then little Fred and say, don't worry about getting any more, Frederick, because there is more where that came from. And then she would reach into the oven where she had another batch of cupcakes hot and ready to go. County Line has been in existence since 1863, 157 years, according to math experts, of the doors being open Sunday after Sunday. And until the past six months, a pandemic hit us, never been closed for an extended period of time all the prayers and all the hymns and all the songs sung all the sermons preached and all the lives that have been changed because of the doors of county line being open sunday after sunday week after week the community changed the city changed the county change the legacy that has been laid down from the prayers and actions of saints gone on to be with the Lord. And how do we attribute the advancement and progress of all of this? It was nothing but the grace of God that has kept us and made it possible that even in a pandemic and racial unrest and economic recession and depression that here we are we are still here trying to go about the work of the kingdom and there is more where that came from god's grace would never run out and run dry but we must continue to uphold the blood-stained banner of our lord and savior jesus christ there are some things that must continue as a church and as members of the church and will there be times of suffering and trials yes but we can't abandon the church as a matter of fact we must be like the church of old and that while things are going crazy cray all around us the church must be the place 
where we still gather for a word, worship, and reflection on just how good God has been to us. And how did the church of old make it through? Well, let's look at the text this morning. We see first that the right kind of giving is always blessed. And because they gave, the Bible says in verse 8, and God is able to make every grace overflow to you so that in every way, <laughs> so that in every way you are blessed. God is able to make every grace overflow. God's superabundant grace includes all that we can do, all that he can do for you that you are unable to do for yourself. See, the early church knew they had limited resource and limited power. And today we've got tricked in the mind thinking that we can do everything. We are super saints. We are super uh, powerful and we lack all the essentials. Help me, Holy Ghost, from a, a, a power position and a resource position because we have depended on ourselves and not on God. Uh, brothers and sisters, beloved, we have to get that today. We have to understand that it's all because he has blessed us and he has uh, arranged for us to be blessed, that we have all that we do and we have all that we are blessed with even when we restrict the flow of God's grace he still overflows he still blesses us what what did the old saints the the, the saints of old the the the, the, the legacy layers what what did they do that was uh present powerful and 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 permeable in the lives then that should be replicated now well look they prayed they had the power of prayer. They understood that talking to God would change some things in their surroundings. They prayed. And not only did they pray, they, they magnified the prayer by having praise and worship. Huh? They went to church. <laughs> yeah, they didn't let problems take them, take them out of, uh, of, worship service they they didn't stop coming to church because things were going bad yeah that, that'll hit some of us nowadays because the first sign of trouble we want to stay at the house we don't want to go and fellowship with our brothers and sisters because what we are going through has overcome us and has put us in a position where we think folks are judging us we think folks are talking about us because we're going through something but that's not the case you need to have your face as i say in church in the place because that's where you receive your blessing. That's where you receive your breakthrough. That's where you receive your overcoming power at the church house. Now, God can't bless you wherever you are, but you can't forsake the church. You're going to go to work on Monday morning. You know, the church is the first thing that people want to forsake. They, they leave church. They're going to go to work now. They're going to go to the fitness center. They're going to go to the grocery store, but the church house. Now I can't go spend an hour at the church house because folk going to look, they're going to look at you anywhere. They're going to talk about you anywhere, but the church house, we need the church and the saints of old understood that that house of praise, that house of worship was essential in me overcoming all that I was facing in my life. Oh God today. So they had prayer and praise 
And then they gave. Now, we, we get caught up in this tenth of tithing. I don't even, uh, if you've studied, we'll study it furthermore coming up later on. But the tenth is in the Old Testament because they had an agrarian system of monetary, uh, of, of usage, meaning that they normally, uh, did their trading with, with form and harvest. And they trade, they bartered with, with pigs, chicken, and corn and grain, wheat, what have you. And so they gave a tenth of that. Well, we've gotten too, we've gotten too stuck in the mud in this 21st century church of what we ought to be given. And the Bible said, just give something. I cannot just paraphrase from Paul, Paul, just give something. Whatever you got. It's called sacrificial giving because somebody rich, they may not give more than somebody who's, uh, uh, not as rich. And it's, it's the matter of your heart. God, the Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. And if you just give something, I, you know, uh, <laughs> Lord deliver me from these folk who got to go measure what they give. Now just give something. Some of, some of us ain't giving nothing. Just give something. They, and the, and the saints of old gave to the church. Making sure the church was taken care of. Making sure the church can do their daily, uh, to-do list. And that's what this text, basically, if you keep reading, that's what they, Paul is talking about giving to the church, supporting the preacher. Taking care of the ins and outs of the church house. And I don't want to do, I don't want to get into the mug of folks start acting funny about money. But the Bible says, give. Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. And that's what the saints of old did. They grace gave. They gave what they had. They gave what they could give. They sacrificed. They gave. And then God blessed them for the giving. Yeah, if you don't give, now you give sparingly, you receive. That's why some of us not being blessed now. Some of us been praying for the same stuff for the last decade. Well, won't you change your giving habits? Huh. Won't you start making the church more important than uh, your fitness center? Then, then make the church more important than you going to the movie. We shouldn't be going anywhere during the pandemic anyway. Some of us kind of have. We got to go do. Got to have this. Got to have that. And make that more important than the church house. Got to be careful how uh, we spend uh, our time, treasure, and talents. And then, then God watches it. God sees it. When God, uh, when God's kingdom is given priority in your life, you open yourself up to waves of grace that are bigger than your gift. Ephesians 3, 7 says, I was made a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace that was given to me by the working of his power. That's ultimately what we got to do. We, we need his power. We need God's grace. And then secondly, verse 8 says, uh, always having everything you need. Always be content. That's the problem with some of us. Um, why so many Christians cannot get hold of the power? Because they say, Lord, if you do this for me, uh, I will do that. For, if you do this, I will do this for you, rather. Uh, if you do this for me. Taking away all the, 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 the essence of grace. Cause you can't earn grace. So be content. We, 
People trying to get blessed because you're not content what you have. So you want God to do something for you, but you're not doing what you're supposed to do. <laughs> if I come to church uh, three Sundays in a row, if I give my offerings for a whole month, surely you ought to bless me with this and bless me with that and take care of this for me. Well, that cancels out grace. It makes it like you can earn grace and grace cannot be earned. Grace is given freely. It's a gift. And you can't do now. We try to barter. We try to trade our actions with God. That just tickles me, Lord. I'm guilty of it too back in the day. We, Lord, if you bless me out of this, I promise you I'll go. That just takes grace from a gift to earning. And you cannot earn grace. Yeah, you can't earn grace. Grace is given. He just gives it to us. What we receive, we don't deserve it. <laughs> Mercy is not getting what we do deserve. Grace is, we shouldn't have got it, but he still blessed you with it anyway. And you can't do nothing about it. You can't give him anything that he don't already have. You, you, your actions can't do anything to earn grace. Yeah, so your grace through grace, believers become conduits of grace to society. And that if you receive grace, your family becomes a grace family. Cause you have grace. Eh? That's the whole part. That's the whole point. I'm a, I'm hurrying to that landing strip in America. I want to hit that point. Cause once you are, once you receive grace, you're now a grace receiver. So you should be a grace giver. Churches, County line has made it this far by the grace of God. So we become a church that's a grace church. Yeah, we we become centers of grace influence. We come and extol about how God has blessed us with this and that and how God can bless somebody else with this and that because of his grace. Oh, yes, brothers and sisters, I feel a Welling up when you start talking about grace and what he's given, what he's done for you, what he's done for me. You some ought to start bubbling up on the inside about how he's made a way. And you ought to not have a problem with trying to praise him out of your grace. <laughs> yes, yes. We become conduits of grace. We can tell somebody about the good news of the grace giver himself, Jesus Christ. And then lastly, always be working. Yeah, that last HC uh, says always having everything you need that you may excel in every good work. Uh, brothers and sisters, we should always be working. That's what the old church, the earlier church did. They were always working and, and working always not meaning that they were at church house all the time. That, that's not, that's not, that's, let's not get that misread, misinterpreted. Always working is that my mind is on Jesus. And since my mind is on Jesus, I don't have a problem being a blessing, uh, to others who are around me because lest we forget it's not about us. 
but it's all about him. <laughs> I feel a little bit coming on. I'm I'm hurting to a, a close. Grace means that God has done the work and God receives the credit of the glory. <laughs> I say that again. We forget that part. Grace means that God has done the work and God receives the credit and the glory. Yeah, brothers and sisters, beloved, grace Grace means that man has received uh, from God that which he has not earned or deserved. Because nothing that we are and nothing that we have is sufficient to qualify us for any of what the Lord gives to us or does for us. No matter what the demand is and no matter how great the pressure is you will still have enough of his grace does not make any difference what the kinds of trial you may be going through whether it is material spiritual social and psychological whatever it is there is still enough available for you there's more where that came from because God's grace is always available for the believer grace is sufficient for every problem grace is greater than sin grace is greater than suffering and get this for somebody grace is greater than the devil because somebody ought to be hollering out there in podcast land because when you start thinking about all the mountains that he hip you cross and all the valleys that you had to go through he's been a lawyer in the courtroom He's been a doctor in the hospital room. Thank God for your grace. He's been a breeze over troubled waters. Thank God for your grace. And if it had not been for the Lord on my side, tell me where would I be? And I don't know about you, but I feel a shout coming on because they crucified Jesus on the old rugged cross and grace wouldn't let him stop right there. They nailed nails in his hand and they riveted his feet and they pierced him in his side, but grace wouldn't let it stop right there. He died. Oh, he died. He died till the sun refused to shine he died till the moon dripped away in blood he died till the earth shook like a drunk man he died till the soldier said surely 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 
This must be the Son of God. And grace took him off that cross. And he stayed in the grave all night, Friday night. And he stayed in the grave all day, Saturday and Saturday night. But the reason why we have grace today, the reason why there's more where that came from, the reason why the church will keep on going on is that early, early, early Sunday morning, he rose from the grave with all power in his hand. Now I got some grace. I can walk over my haters. I can shake the haters off. I can keep on in the name of Jesus because there's more where that came from. Get saved. Allow him to come into the life. Simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say-